I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with hogsports.com, H-A-W-G sports.com. Big recruiting weekend coming up. Huge basketball game against the University of Kentucky, Kentucky University, K-U, UK, University of Kentucky. And Danny West is going to join us to talk about recruiting. We'll get into basketball. We'll get into your questions also. All that more on Hogsports Live. Kansas is KU, Kentucky is UK. I always mess those up. Two very strong basketball programs, but it's University of Kentucky. Anyway, huge game for Arkansas coming up this weekend. Saturday, sellout crowd. Arkansas playing pretty good basketball. Didn't have their best A game against Vanderbilt. 75-55. They covered the spread and they won by 20. But you still had Isaiah Joe and Mason Jones uh, with goose eggs in the first half. Your two leading scores, 18 points, 17 points a game on both of those guys. And they don't score. But Jimmy Witt was there to pick up the slack with his dangerous mid-range game. 30 points, career high for Jimmy Witt Jr. But against Kentucky, to be Eric Musselman says they need their A game, right? Arkansas's A game is having Jimmy Witt and Mason Jones and, uh, and Isaiah Joe, all three of those guys putting up a good bit of points. It's an interesting matchup. As I mentioned, Danny West is going to join us in a minute to talk some recruiting, but I just wanted to go over this basketball game so it's so big. What do you guys think about the, the uniforms with just the hog on them? Sometimes one, one minute I like them and one minute I don't. Something different, I guess. I wonder if Eric Musselman played a role in that. Usually those are decided pretty well ahead of time when you come up with uh, alternate-style uniforms. But the hog is very recognizable. Everybody who sees the Razorback knows the hogs on there. All right, everybody, I want to remind you there's plenty of ways to watch and listen. You can always stream and watch on Facebook Live, always streaming live there. Also on YouTube, be sure to follow both of those uh, both of the, both of those channels. I'm stuttering today. Facebook Live, follow the channel. YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Hit the notifications bell so you're notified anytime we upload a new video. And be sure to give us a thumbs up on both of those channels. Also on Apple Podcasts, throw us a review and a rating. Uh, say something nice about us. If you like the podcast, we want it to pop up to the top anytime somebody searches for Arkansas Razorbacks. Also on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, just about anywhere you can think of. Right now, hogsports.com is just $1 for your first month, or you can take 30% off a of first year. Uh, and get a seven-day free trial with that. So go to hawgsports.com to take advantage of that. No promo code or anything. Just sign up, and you'll get one of those deals if you choose the monthly or annual option. So Arkansas coming off a 75-55 game. Mason Jones didn't score a single point in the win over Vanderbilt. Excuse me, scored one point, but didn't hit a single field goal. Went 0-7 from the floor. Seven rebounds, eight assists. Almost had a double-double without points, which would have been – Pretty crazy. Isaiah Joe finally heated up, hit four three-pointers in the second half. But, I mean, you had Jimmy Witt there, there 14-24 in 38 minutes of action. It's an interesting matchup because this is probably the shortest team Arkansas has had in a generation and probably the shortest bench that they've had. 
I mean, really, for the most part, they've played – they've relied on five players, six with Jalen Harris, and then kind of tried to figure things out with uh, with uh, Reggie Chaney and Gene Talsilla, which I think they – after Chaney's game, had 21 minutes, um, 14.66 on field goals, two and two on free throws. That's good for Chaney. Uh, and three boards in 21 minutes. He actually played more than Adrio did. So that's good to see him because he was obviously in the doghouse. I mean, after that double, when he got a technical and on top of a foul and ended up with four fouls in no time, uh, they ended up losing by two to LSU. So that was a big moment in that game. Um, but he looks like he's clawed his way out of the doghouse and uh, – and hopefully we'll be there for Arkansas because they're going to need it against Kentucky. So Arkansas, say they go seven deep on their bench. They've got seven players averaging at least ten minutes. Kentucky has nine players averaging that amount of time. They're a lot bigger, a lot deeper bench, a lot bigger. It'll be an interesting matchup. Musselman's first top ten opponent in Fayetteville. This is the first big, big game in Fayetteville, really to me, in terms of like a really notable opponent. You didn't really have that in the offseason. So – after this one, they get Mississippi State. Mississippi State's off to a one and three start. I think they started nine and three, something like that. I think they're ten and six right now. So Mississippi State's after that on Wednesday in Starkville, and then you get TCU in the Big Twelve SEC Challenge on Saturday at three p.m. So the Starkville game is at six. That's on SEC Network. The TCU game is uh, either going to be on ESPN, ESPN two, or ESPNU at three p.m. Now they haven't ironed that out yet. Kentucky is at three o'clock. This Saturday on ESPN, it is a sold-out crowd. It should be a crazy environment. And it's going to be really good just because of all the recruits that are coming in that weekend. So, Kentucky is 12-4, and 3-1 in the SEC. I don't know if anybody saw their game. I was watching it in Bud Walton Arena on my computer, but their game against South Carolina where they came back. South Carolina couldn't hit the free throws at the end. Kentucky came back. And then uh, South Carolina had a buzzer beater, a deep bank shot three-pointer uh, at the buzzer to win the game. Pretty crazy ending, which, by the way, we'll have Danny on in a second. But does, any, does this happen to anybody? Like, they're watching a game, and usually if you're streaming it, it's a little slower. I know I use YouTube TV, and that's that's a little faster than the ESPN app on my Apple TV. But all the time on Apple TV, I'll be watching, and the score will come up. It's a final. And because it's delayed on the, on the stream, so I, up in the corner it's like, you know, it'll it'll notify me and stuff and ruin the game. And then Danny got me the other day at Bud Walton Arena. I was relying on their internet and stuff, so it was probably even later. And Danny tweeted out the score right before Kentucky hit that shot, and then they went down and scored. So one problem with streaming services, the delay. Especially if you're on group text and stuff with your friends, that can get annoying getting alerted of stuff early. So, there's 13 visitors, I think, right now. There could be more. Danny was pointing out. We'll go over that in just a second. But one guy I wanted to point to, Felipe Franks, 6'6", 227-pound, graduate transfer from the University of Florida. Now, Franks wasn't necessarily the most popular quarterback at Florida, especially, you know, his first year of playing there. Uh, 1,400 yards, 54% completion percentage, nine touchdown, eight interceptions. Didn't necessarily rush for 100, uh, a lot of yards, 58 carries for 20 yards. Um, but when Dan Mullen came in there, things started to turn around, right? Uh, passed for 2,400 yards last year, 24 touchdowns, six interceptions. So had a lot better year and ended up rushing for 350 yards and seven touchdowns on top of that. 
This past season, went 54-71, 76% for 698 yards, five touchdowns, three interceptions, not a great TD touchdown interception ratio, but everything else is really solid there uh, and had 68 yards. But that he only played in three games. So he had an injury. And then, let's see, uh, Kyle Trask came in. So Kyle Trask came in. Trask ended up having a really solid year, almost 3,000 yards passing, 25 touchdowns, seven interceptions. So that's why you see Franks transferring now. And Arkansas's got a real good shot at him. I, in fact, I think they have an excellent shot at getting Felipe Franks. And there's still time to hopefully for them get him enrolled early. So he's the guy to watch, really. And then, of course, there's, you know, Derek King out of Houston. Who So King is visiting Maryland, Miami today, and Maryland tomorrow. I believe that's right. So Miami today, Maryland tomorrow. So he's squeezing in some visits very early. Obviously, he's been linked to Arkansas. CBS Sports Line has LSU as the favorite to land him, and Arkansas is the second-best team. I think LSU is plus 200, and Arkansas is plus 300. Yes, they set odds on all that kind of stuff. So um, he's obviously got to watch. Accounted for like 50 touchdowns uh, under uh, Kendall Browse when he was at Houston as the offensive coordinator there. So that's obviously going to be intriguing to him. So a lot of interesting things going on this weekend. Huge visit weekend. If you watched the podcast or listened to the podcast last week, or I guess that was Monday, you know, I was just kind of breaking down the significance of this recruiting weekend, how it fits in so nicely with the basketball game, being a 3 o'clock game, being Kentucky, being sold out, 13 big-time visitors. And uh, so to me that's, uh, that's pretty good the way that worked out and a new coaching staff and all that stuff. I want to go ahead and get to Danny West. We're going to talk a little bit about recruiting with him, obviously. He's our main recruiting guy. For those of you who aren't familiar with Danny's work, does a great job at hawgsports.com. Most of his information is VIP. He's been with us for over a decade. Best guy in the business. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Danny, how you doing? What's up? So, Danny, I was just talking to everybody about, you know, well, we were going mostly over the basketball game, but uh, we're kind of segueing into recruiting with, you know, how big this basketball environment can be for this basketball team. It seems like everything is syncing up, jiving up really nicely 
for this visit weekend when you consider the basketball game and all that stuff, except the weather is kind of crappy right now. It's raining right now where I'm at, and yeah, it's, it's pretty cold. The, not a fan of the weather. Yeah, you'd obviously like the weather's that. no good, but uh, – yeah. Go yeah, for everything it. Everything else is lining up. <laughs> um, yeah, it should be a good weekend. Uh, I'm curious to see that crowd tomorrow. We haven't seen one, you know, just through the roof like that in a long time. Yeah. And I, I think you'll see it tomorrow. And, hey, matter of fact, we can start with basketball recruiting. want to make sure we touch on those guys. It's easy, it's easy to yeah. kind of let football overshadow that sometimes. But this is a it's really a nice big weekend, weekend for, yeah. for them, too. You got Devontae Davis and Jalen Williams, a couple of future Razorbacks coming in. We've got Duncan Powell for the 21 class. He'll be in this weekend. Uh, Talon Peter, a Russellville guy. He's kind of emerging late here, 6'4", 180 wing. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a strong candidate at a preferred walk-on in the 2020 class. So keep an eye on him. Jackson Robinson, a 2021 four-star shooting guard out of Ada, Oklahoma. Kid just keeps coming up here, Trey. I'm, I'm just about ready to put in a crystal ball pick for him. I mean, mm-hmm. he just keeps coming, and That's he'll be back time. up here again. Yeah, he was up here like two weeks ago for the A&M game, and all of a sudden he's coming back. I mean, come on now. Yeah. At some point, <laughs> at some point I'm going to have to make a move here. Yeah. So uh, you've got him. You've got Taron Williams, 21 wing out of Marianne Lee High School. He's got offers from Auburn, Oklahoma State, TCU. And then Javion Guy-King. Uh, which Arkansas, who Arkansas has already offered out of Little Rock Mills, 6'4", 180 for 2022 class. So really good group of uh, basketball visitors too. Danny West joining us from hogsports.com, H-A-W-G-sports.com. So I saw what you did. I was talking to Mike Kaywood, Danny. So we get we have a couple of reserved seats in the press area for yeah. hog sports people. And usually it's you, you know me, 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 Pete, and uh, – you know, our videographer, you know, some combination of, of those three. Sometimes we can get three in there, but I saw you tried to slide in a credential I tried request. To slide in a, a third seat there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. He, he told me I got with him too late. So, yeah. Looks like I'll be on the couch watching that one. Well, he said if something changes, you're, you're first man yeah. up. So, yeah, yeah it's going to, Kentucky is always going to be, they, they travel a lot of media for that game. And then there's, they of course, do, national media like, also. Yeah. It's unreal. How many people show up from the Kentucky media every single time? Arkansas basketball can get back to a level close to that. I mean, Kentucky's obviously been the class of the SEC, but for a long, long time, Danny, as you know, Arkansas was the team that's always, you know, pushing Kentucky and, and passing them a, a lot of times. But yeah. it's, it's just been freaking 20 years, man. It's How's been... that game going to go, man? Have you, have you analyzed that yet? We've looked at it. I mean, obviously Kentucky has a lot deeper bench. Um, so much. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're a little younger, obviously, but I mean, but they, they always are. Yeah, they always are. Right. I think it's good they to got, catch them early. If you're going to catch Kentucky, it's good to catch them early in the conference season because usually with the younger teams, they, they start getting, you know, better and better as the as the season progresses. Kentucky doesn't lose a lot of back to back games. They don't lose back to back. Yeah. Well, they did. Sure they have this year. They lost to, well, it was in Las Vegas. They lost to Utah and Ohio State, which is obviously top 25 program also. Um, so they did do that this year. They did not lose a single back to back game last year. You have to go back to the year before that uh, since they last lost back to back games. But uh, they certainly don't lose games to chumps in the first place. And secondly, you know, certainly uh, not going to lose back to back games, you know, very rarely. So, um, for Arkansas, they got to play their A game. And like I was saying earlier, to me, Arkansas's A game is not, 
you know, Mason Jones is cold and getting shut down, and but somebody else picks up the slack. To me, Arkansas's A game is Joe and Jones both having a really solid night, and then Jimmy Witt being strong like he usually has been, uh, you know, with that mid-range game, which is just – Jimmy. it's crazy how Jimmy Witt shoots the ball. You know, he shoots from his chest on free throws and three-pointers, and then, like, it's like way down here. Like, nobody teaches <laughs> that, but and his – It his, works. His mid-range shot is like way up here. You know, it's it's like it's like Craig Hodges, as I mentioned last time, um, way yeah. up over his head. So, well, Danny, let's dive into this recruiting weekend. I mentioned I was talking about Felipe Franks uh, a little bit, just because you know he seems like a good candidate to um, to land at Arkansas. You've got five guys to watch uh, on, among the visitors, and of course, you know the full visit list. I noticed a note you had at the end also, where there could be more added to the list. And that to me is a sign that there might be somebody secret sneaking in. Is that, am I really well, not too know. much? That's <laughs> just hedging, hedging your bets a yeah. little bit. We'll keep an eye on things throughout the day today. I'll tell you that, but I'm with you on Felipe. Wouldn't surprise me at all. If we heard something official relatively soon, I mean, you can never know for sure, but we, we mm-hmm. can confirm he's here. Um, you know, you hear different things that maybe he's already been admitted uh, we'll wait and see and, and let him announce if there is an announcement to be made. And I'm, I'm sure he'll want to put that out. So, yeah, man, I'm with you. I think there's a – and we have all week. You know, it's, yeah. it's we felt like that for a while, that it was boiling down to him. And sure enough, it's at its peak right now. I would, I would say it's going to be Felipe. Well, what do you make of the Derek King situation with him? He's visiting Miami today, I believe, and then Maryland tomorrow. Yeah. I believe that's it. Yeah, I'm just I'm not giving it much of a shot. Mm-hmm. And again, I haven't all week. People that have been on Hog Sports, they've heard us say all week. You know, I've posted a few times. I think it's uh, Miami. I've heard Ole Miss could be strongly in the mix, although mm-hmm. we haven't heard of a, a visit there yet. But yeah, it certainly doesn't look too promising at this point. And again, I'm sure you touched on it, but today's the last day. If you want to go through spring ball with them, you got to be enrolled by today. So right. uh, with him having not visited yet certainly does not look like a very good chance that that's going to come out. Yeah, that's going to be difficult. And I think it's important also to get this guy in for um, for the spring. You know, I mean, you're talking about three quarterbacks on campus. Um, and nothing against Jack Lindsay. You know, I, I, you got certainly got to commend any walk-on who fights through the program the way he has and is going to graduate at Arkansas, you know, on scholarship is certainly commendable. I don't sure. know that it's a good situation if you're like in a situation where you're relying on Jack Lindsay, you know, to lead you to a bowl game. And I would probably say the same with John Stephen Jones. Yep. KJ to me is the guy. KJ to me is the guy. And at the same time, he needs to be pushed and he needs competition. And he's still raw in a lot of ways. I think we saw that in in the games Long that he played. Yeah. A lot of potential, but but still has some things to work. And, I, I, again, I think it's a lot of it has to do with them reworking his uh, throwing mechanics because he does throw the ball kind of wildly sometimes. But this is a guy that is, is has a lot of upside. But is he ready to be the guy right now? I don't know if he's quite ready yet. You totally wanna, with you on that. So what do you think about uh, these visitors? You, you had five to watch. Why, don't, why are these the guys to watch? Well, because I know things. Yeah, you do. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, they just seem like the most logical choices. I will tell you one that was on that list, Eric Thomas, mm-hmm. defensive end out of Pensacola. Yeah. 
you know, when, when Arkansas offered him a few weeks ago, I think we saw quite a few fans like, who is this guy? Can we not do better than this? He's got one offer from Colorado State. You know the, you know the narrative here. Yeah. You've seen it every year with uh, at least one kid, 6'3", 230, out of Booker T. Washington in Pensacola. Everybody's kind of been hesitant on, on uh, Eric Thomas. And then 30 minutes ago, I find out that Florida, the Gators, went to a school today and now there's talks of bringing him in for an official visit next weekend. So, you know, he's coming into Arkansas this weekend. It's it's funny to me how quickly a guy oh, can go yeah. from do we really want him now to all of a sudden. Him. Yeah, gotta get no, him. gotta have it. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with y'all? You're going to let Florida beat you? You were first. Yeah. You know, we're going to hear all of that. But, yeah, he's definitely on the list. Uh, I like Ja'Cory Turner, 6'2", 205. I say 6'2", he might be a little bit taller than that, but, you know, I stayed up late last night watching film on all these guys, just trying to get one last um, opinion of them before mm-hmm. they get up here. And, man, I really like this kid. You know, he, he does so much for his team. Yeah, I've seen him play tight end, wide receiver, nickel, a true linebacker. He's an edge rusher. He can do a lot of things. And this is the guy that put down a four six one verified laser-timed 40 mm-hmm. at the opening regional. I mean, that guy, that's pretty good. Pretty good speed there for a guy of his size. I think he's got a great frame. Wouldn't surprise me if Ja'Cory ends up uh, choosing Arkansas at some point, probably mm-hmm. this weekend or, or soon thereafter. Yeah, you take a uh, four six one laser time out of a 6'2", 210-pound linebacker, for yeah. sure. For sure. You, uh, did yeah. you mention Kari Johnson and uh, Felipe? We not, talked I about Felipe a lot. That, yeah. didn't know how much of that you wanted to – run through he's a guy uh, to watch i think it was vip but yeah Corey's yeah. a definitely a, a guy to watch this weekend again he's a guy that you know he's from boston massachusetts mm. he actually goes to school in connecticut at the suffield academy and he and his father made their trip down here in november they were recruited uh, by the previous staff of course and came down here on their own dime made that long of a trip and just fell in love with it so Corey obviously is, is another one to watch. He's a cornerback, six foot, 184, somewhere in that range. I like this film. You mm-hmm. know, there's there's a lot to like about him. Uh, I think he'll have to get bigger and stronger. If, if Arkansas is his choice playing in this league, you got to be physical. But I, I do think there's a lot to like about him. You can read all of very, Danny's. Very smart kid, too, man. I, yeah. I want to mention that. He's probably – he might be the brightest guy I've talked to in the last year for this year's class. He's super mm-hmm. smart. You can read all of Danny's stuff at hawgsports.com. Uh, this is a VIP article under the title Five Arkansas Visitors on Commitment Watch, and Danny previewed some things here and there, but there's a lot that goes into this article uh, for this big recruiting weekend. Again, 13 visitors on hand uh, just for football. How many, for, how many is it for basketball, Danny? I think I counted seven there. Seven. So for those who yep. don't know how the calendar works, and Danny's got a good breakdown on this, today right now is the end of the dead period. It's been four weeks of dead uh, – no face-to-face contact between recruits and and and, and coaches. So uh, today the dead period lifts, is, and it's just three weeks of hard, down-and-dirty recruiting. I mean, it's – Hopefully not too dirty. Yeah, hopefully not too dirty, but it, it you know it tends to get that way. There's negative yeah, recruiting does. and all kinds of rumors and stuff. And which, every which time you lose a prospect, oh, somebody paid him. Somebody <laughs> bought him off, you know. Every time. You can't just lose somebody straight up. Somebody bought him. So 
Well, it, sometimes it's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. That's unfortunate. But, yeah, coaches are out on the road today, Trey. Yeah. Uh, here in the state of Arkansas, you know, you've heard Sam Pittman the few times that we've had him so far. And, again, I want to make sure everybody goes back to your interview with him last week. I mm. That was just uh, phenomenal uh, to get him in that situation. That was, that was really good stuff coming out of that interview. But yeah. my point is you've heard him say over and over again that our first priority in recruiting – much like Chad Morse did, is take care of the home state. And they've they've backed that up today by staying in the state. Of course, they've all got to get back here uh, this afternoon because, you know, you've got 13 guys coming in for official visitors, but uh, visits. But, yeah, they're all hitting across the state today, and I think that's a, that's a good start. That's mm-hmm. what you want to see. I would expect that that's probably how they do it when the contact period opens up – or, uh, excuse me, when the evaluation period opens up. Yeah. The contact period has opened up today. but um, And basically that means you get it, – it, it actually goes around the, uh, the dead period that's a month long. You get a total of six weeks. You can do one visit a week with the recruit, and you get a total of six opportunities. The head coach gets one opportunity. So that's the contact period. Yeah. The evaluation period starts on – April 15th, I believe, and That's runs correct. through May 31st. So the evaluation period, the evaluation period, um, I would expect they are still going to be in spring football when the evaluation period starts up. And I think a good policy to use, so you don't, you're not spread out too far, you're not too far away, you can still, you know, you, know, you can still work practices and stuff, is to go out inside the state during those first few days and you know you make sure the in-state guys know that they're a priority and then after that you worry about fanning out when you know you wrap up spring drills and stuff like that then you start fanning out and I'm anxious to see if they're as proactive as the last staff that's what something that Danny and I have always said you're never going to hear us criticize the last staff on their recruiting strategy and their results also I mean they did they didn't do. They didn't get a whole lot right at Arkansas, but they certainly got that right. And I, I think that Sam Pittman, in a lot of ways, is you know he's kept a lot of guys in the recruiting department. I think there's a good holdover. Probably kept one of the two best recruiters on staff, and Justin Step, um, you know, from the last staff also. So I feel like it's going to kind of be the same footprint with the addition of of uh, the state of Georgia. And not only that, Trey, but when you think about the previous staff, we we don't too much time harping on those guys but even with that staff for as well as they recruited you're really only talking about four or five guys who were doing the actual work yeah. right hey and in the face see that with Pittman yeah, yeah. if you're not going to recruit you're not going to work for Pittman I really don't I don't think he's going to put up with that that's a great point and Danny you did it they did it in the face of a two win back-to-back two-win seasons I mean, this the staff, the the recruiting class they were putting together before things really started falling apart. You know, was was pretty solid, and that was obviously back to back two win seasons. That's, you know, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, you know, just two that the first two win season that they had. You know, the recruits they got the recruits to believe and ended up getting more four star recruits than ever uh, at Arkansas. So I, I would like to see what they can do with a program that is actually showing signs of taking steps forward, and hopefully they'll do that this year. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yep. All right, Danny. <laughs> Anything else to add right, before we'll we drop you? you? No, man. I'm uh, I'm I'm gearing up for this weekend. I think I've got a, a bunch of stuff for me to weekend. rock and roll. So I feel prepared. I'm just looking forward to it. It's here. Yeah. Let's do it. Basketball, recruiting, NFL, playoffs, a lot of good stuff. How about the Chiefs? <laughs> How about them? How about them? 
That was yeah, a good one. I can't deny you that. Okay. All right. Later, Danny. All right. That's Danny West. Again, HAWGsports.com to read all of Danny's recruiting news. We put out a lot of free content uh, at Hog Sports, and uh, usually that's stuff that comes out of press conferences or press releases, things like that, uh, things that have already happened, things that you could maybe read elsewhere that we don't necessarily consider premium, but it's still really good information that a lot of people want to read and some breaking news stuff too that's going to get out everywhere. We'll put that out. But you should sign up for the hogsports.com newsletter. Uh, so the way that works is you just go to the middle of the page. There's a place to enter your email address. You hit send. You'll They'll send you an activation email. You click it, and you're you're signed up. And what basically what we do with that is we send all of our free content out every morning, and not just our free content. One of the great things about 24/7, we have a great national desk that usually produces anywhere from like two to five articles a day. Also, on top of what we're doing, uh, that's relevant to Arkansas things Arkansas fans might be interested in. So we send that out every morning, usually around nine o'clock. It goes to your email inbox, and you can read our free content. We'll sprinkle in you know, specifically labeled VIP content. We might have like five or six, seven articles um, that are free and maybe a couple of VIP content items that are clearly marked also, just in case you're intrigued. But most of it is free. Uh, so I would recommend going on and signing up. it take you 30 seconds to do the whole thing from activating the email and everything. Um, but also you should register and make sure to go check out our free content there at, at hogsports.com. But if you want to read the stuff that hasn't happened yet, the stuff we put more research into, Danny West content, then you're going to want to sign up for the VIP membership. And right now it's $1 for your first month or 30% off of your first year. No promo code required. Just go there, select join at the top right, and you'll get the offer. Plenty of ways to watch and listen, Facebook Live, YouTube. We're going to get to your questions in a second, by the way, but I'm going to run down this one more time. Go ahead right now and follow the Facebook page if you're on Facebook. And if you're on YouTube, subscribe to the channel and hit the notifications bell. If you like the content that we produce, we'd love to have that. Uh, and throw us a thumbs up, a like, smiley face, frown face, whatever. Any of that kind of stuff helps bump our channel up in front of more eyes when there's more engagement. Also on Apple Podcasts, throw us a five-star review if you haven't done so already. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or excuse me, uh, Google Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, anywhere you can think of to find your favorite podcast. All right, I want to get to your questions now. Spud Snyder says, block Jones and Joe, then we hit you with wit. Yeah, you, as long as wit is on, as long as wit is on. I mean, that's they, they definitely shut down Mason Jones um, on Wednesday, but um, that allowed Jimmy Witt to take 24 shots. Michael Brown Jr. says, when you guys say we will eventually lose Coach Musselman, are you talking NBA? Uh, so I said this a couple of weeks ago, maybe a week ago, just about it's going to be a sad day when Eric Musselman leaves Arkansas. But I don't know that Musselman's going back to the NBA. I think he's had his taste of the NBA. He came back to the college game. You know, he, he put in the work as an assistant and stuff, took over Nevada, and now he's at Arkansas. I don't know if he's looking for a route back to the NBA. You know, um, I think he's invested a lot into getting, you know, on a major college level at Arkansas. And Arkansas is a great job. It really is. And you can you can get paid if you win here. So, but uh, I'm not talking about anything happening anytime soon with Musselman. That's, that is a, a bad characteristic to look that far ahead when you've got a basketball team that's 14 and 2 and 3 and 1 in the SEC and, um, the fans are starting to feel it, and everybody's gravitating around it. It's, it's, it's important to live in the moment on this particular thing. Just enjoy it. Timothy David Long says, agreed streaming today's delay is a pain in my 
Spud Snyder says, not impressed with Franks. I mean, Franks got off to a really good start last year. But here's the deal. They need somebody. They need a older quarterback and they need a younger quarterback because they just don't have enough. They just don't have enough. I mean, in the limited time that KJ, as a you know, as a dual threat type of quarterback, in the limited amount of time that he's played, he's been injured. You know, and then you end up starting Jack Lindsey. That's not a that's just not a situation that you want to find yourself in. They have to have somebody else be able to to come in and compete. So Franks makes a lot of sense in that regard. If they're not going to get Derek King, then Franks makes a lot of sense. Kevin Seaman says, I think it's a positive that Jones and Joe had an off game before Vandy, possibly. It's kind of like that idea that, you know, in the SEC tournament, you get your loss out of the way and you're heading into the NCAA tournament, you know. I kind of I remember thinking that back in 1994. All right, they got their loss out of the way. Now they can go win six straight. What does she say, Kevin? They should both bounce back that well this weekend and give us a shot at winning. Um, I will also say, I mean, Jones didn't have his best game the week before the uh, the weekend before against Ole Miss. You know, he's had he's had a couple of off games. Eric Cole says, not impressed with Franks. Basically. I live in Florida and saw him play every weekend football on here. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely – there's no question that the fans were frustrated with Felipe Franks, um, especially, you know, his first year. His second year, I think people warmed up. But he got it off – I mean, you can't deny that he got off to a really good start this, the next year um, under Dan Mullen, who's, you know, regarded as the quarterback whisperer type. So, the thing is, getting Franks in, in, into Arkansas is going to improve the roster. If they can get him, he will improve the roster. Now we can talk about what a ceiling is or how good he might be. The bottom line is with Felipe Franks, you get better if you're Arkansas. Josh Gar says, are we still the front runner on landing Kyrie Walker? And what is his plan commitment? I don't know if I'd say they're the front runner, but they're, we probably should ask Danny a little bit more on basketball recruiting, but I mean, he's a name that's been mentioned the whole time. And I think they have a good shot at him. I don't know if they're the front runner. That's probably a better question for Danny. Which you can ask, by the way, with a membership at hogsports.com. I mean, you sign up and you 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 know you're on our message board. That's where we live. You know, we do these podcasts a couple times a week and stuff. Do the walk and talk, but really, you know, if you want the twenty four seven access to us, then go sign up. It's a dollar right now. I mean, that's just over three cents a day. Marcus Carlton says, "Bring on Franks." Are we really in position to be picky at quarterback? Make a lot of sense there. Some of y'all need to recall that we've won four games in two years. That's exactly right. Tommy May says he's a go for Franks. Brad Sims says Franks is not the style of quarterback that we are needing here with Browse top of offensive scheme. How, I don't know if I would say that. I mean, he's a dual threat guy. The thing with Browse is they're going to ideally – run for a lot of yards. They're going to run for more yards typically than they are going to throw, okay? Now, they're still in a perfect – you know, when he's got it clicking like he did at Baylor, you know, their number one offense in the country, they were a top five rushing team and a top 20 passing team. So, you know, Franks is a guy that – what did he run for, 350 yards? And that's including sacks and stuff as a, as a sophomore – and was also a pretty good start last year. So, I would say he's the style of quarterback they need. Kim Clemens says, quit talking about losing Coach Musselman as long as it – when did I talk about losing Musselman? I did that like two weeks ago. 
as long as it's a challenge here and he's ta- he's making money. Is somebody else talking about losing Musselman maybe? And the fans are happy. Why would he leave? The media is talking about it, so quit talking about it. Well, when I mentioned it, I was, you know, kind of thinking more like, you know, when he retires, you know. It's hard to find great coaches out there, as we've seen. I mean, you had Nolan Richardson was a great coach at Arkansas, great forward thinker, um, you know, then – you know, really since then you just haven't had that. You know, Mike Anderson, Mike Anderson had a lot of good qualities, obviously, and I think took a lot of Arkansas fans back to that old idea of, of Razorback basketball, but just never got over the hump. And really to me wasn't as forward thinking as a guy like Nolan. I always thought Mike kind of looked back at how things were done more. Um, with Musselman, I feel like he's got a lot of similarities in terms of Nolan, in terms of being, you know, ahead of the game. Bud Snyder says, there's a lot of talk about calming down. Michael Brown says, trust me, I'm excited. I asked the question because Biddy said it, and I don't believe we will lose him. Okay, that's where it's all coming from. Michael Brown, you're the culprit. (laughs) Keith Hudson says, good job, guys. When you talk to recruits, they sound enthusiastic. Jared Eubank says, I'm sorry, but some of these in-state kids just ain't worth. Can't read that. Jimmy Flores says, let's go, Hogs, beat Kentucky. Cody Hawkins says, VIP access also comes with advanced plane tracking, big bonus. I'll tell you what it also comes with. If you're an annual subscriber, you can look across all the other VIP message boards for other team sites, which I think is a lot of fun. Everybody likes everybody likes a dumpster fire, right? So when bad things happen at other schools, uh, traffic picks up from visitors. So another little perk. Marcus Carlton says, any concern with the size advantage Kentucky has? I think there's a concern with every – team in terms of size but what I've been impressed with with Arkansas so far is they've been able to overcome it in other ways they've been very very pesky you know offensive rebounding that's a huge concern I mean they got murdered on the boards against LSU just murdered I mean it was like 24 to 3 offensive rebounds so they got to find ways to overcome that with their quickness and, you know, make it like they did against Indiana where everybody was talking, how's Arkansas going to match up with Indiana? Nobody was talking about how Indiana might match up with Arkansas, that five-guard lineup. So size is going to be an issue every every single time and depth. And I wonder about this team, and again, I'm getting ahead of myself when I should really just live in the moment and appreciate what they got, but I wonder about, like, what happens if somebody gets banged up and has to miss some time? I mean, that bench is not deep. There's seven players that they're really comfortable in playing. It would be nice if Gene Talsilla could get going on the offensive side, but so far he hasn't. I mean, this is a guy that average. I mean, I believe he averaged like 13 points a game. He's a 1,000-point scorer at UNC Wilmington. He just hasn't really been there offensively. Terry P. Roy says, I've heard King likes Oklahoma and TCU. Miami, Maryland, obviously, are in the mix there too. Donnie Butts says it came with a stalk and stash. It also came with a stalk and stash. Yeah, the uh, the coaching stalk stash, coaching search stalk stash and plane tracking. Jared Eubanks says people act like these quarterbacks we have now are better than Franks. I know. You get better with Felipe Franks, trust me. Adrian Jones says I predict Mason will have a great game, been down for two weeks. They need him to. If Mason Jones has a great game and Joe has a great game and, and Witt has a great game, then – then we're all going to feel a lot better about how this, this thing comes out. Here's the deal. Regardless of how it comes out, I think it's going to be really entertaining and close. I mean, there hasn't been a game that they've lost. They've only lost two, but they lost in overtime to Western Kentucky. Probably should have won that game. 
Uh, I don't think Mason Jones was 100% back from a shoulder issue in that game. But probably should have won that one. Then they'll lose by two on the road against LSU and had a, good, had a chance to win that one. So, uh, however it turns out, I think it's going to end up being a close one, a really fun game to watch. High heart rate type of game. Larry Towson, Sean Larry Towson says, if it was – if I was a quarterback, I would go to the Big 12. They don't play defense. Man, the language, you guys. Mark Rodriguez says, can't get any worse, only better. Zach East, hello, Zach East. Any chance of Vin Ascalise coming at, as a transfer? Vinny the Blade. Vinny, Vinny, Vin Ascalise was, I believe, also on that visit weekend. I think he was on that visit weekend for Mississippi State also. One of the favorite – I mean, for, there for years about Ben Ascalise coming to Arkansas. Ricky Monroe says, if defense doesn't get any better, it won't matter who we have at quarterback. True. I think the defense is better. I think the defense is better capable-wise, at least last year's defense, than they played. I think there was a, a letting go of the rope type of factor. And, you know, when the offense – you're making stops, the offense just isn't doing anything. You just, you know, start laying people. Mark Rodriguez says Starkle would have been fine if he had been coached. It's possible. I mean, Starkle had his issues at Texas A&M. I think Starkle would have had a shot to play in this offense. I mean, he might, he might be the perfect fit for the offense, but I think he would have had a shot to play. Josh Gar says, very excited about seeing our offense next season and Rakeem coming back. That was a big get, getting Rakeem back and our receivers. They've got some weapons and hoping Hudson has a breakout season. they got to get some tight ends. guy like Alan Horace on campus. Uh, they're very low at tight ends. Franks could be a locker room distraction or risk KJ's development. You gotta have a you gotta have another quarterback in there though. I mean, you can't say no to Felipe Franks. You just can't. You're not in any kind of position like that. Gotta have some competition. The players will follow the guy that they think is the best. This is the best option. And Felipe and to KJ, as good as I think KJ has a chance to be in, he hadn't won a quarterback job yet. He's not like a returning starter at quarterback. He may be the best-looking option, but he's not the starting quarterback at Arkansas. All right, everybody. I think we pretty much covered it, didn't we? Josh Eubanks, Jared Eubanks says, Yo, Trey, I need a ticket for the game Saturday. There'll be those guys out there handing out tickets, selling tickets. You can probably go to StubHub or something like that, but there'll be people out there. It's a tough ticket to get, which is a good thing, finally, for the Razorbacks. All right, everybody, I want to thank Danny West for joining us. I want to thank you for all your questions. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for making this show popular. Remember, if you haven't hit a thumbs up yet, throw us a thumbs up. Throw us a like on Facebook Live or YouTube. Throw us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Also available on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google, Google Podcasts. Uh, hit the notifications bell and subscribe on YouTube also. So, I think that pretty much does it. We might do a little walk and talk after that Kentucky game, so be sure to tune in after. I mean, it'll take a little while because we got post-game and all that stuff, but after the Kentucky game, look for a little walk and talk and, uh, of course, have a lot of recruiting information out of that. So, for Danny West, this has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com, and we'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 